0: Hello, all you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman.
1: I'm Zach McCoy. And it is
0: your boy, Trav. And we are your Oscar Grouches. And welcome back to the Thursday show, Thursdays. The. Where we, yeah. I thought I'd (laughs) I'd bring that in here. Uh, A show where we take a look at the oeuvre of a perennial Oscar bridesmaid and nowhere of cinema, one Mr. Martin Scorsese. And what are we
1: watching this week, Zach? This week we are watching the King of Comedy, where you have that crazy Mister Pumpkin or Pumpkin. Oh, he wants to be a comedian, but he's having a hard time. What's he gonna do? What's he going to do?
0: And is this everybody's first time watching this film? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, for me as well. I right, saw. So I'll,
2: I'll start it off then. I guess. <laughs> oh, hold
0: on! No, no, we gotta, we gotta do our uh, Zach. Do you remember when the first time you watched this? Mm.
1: Yes, hold hold on. Uh,
2: <clears throat> well, I'm always left out in the... This is my first time, so I forget about this question. I never get asked it.
0: <laughs> and and it's been our first time for uh, quite a few movies recently,
1: except for Raging Bull. So, Zach. The first time I watched this was January 2nd, 2013. <laughs> I was looking at my rating on Critiker. I was going to um, say,
0: he went to Critiker. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so... Damn. And my first time watching it. Hmm. One of the most uncomfortable things I've ever watched. How about you, Paul? Uh
0: Comedy Central used to play this in like two thousand one. <laughs> like every single day. <laughs> wow, and
2: that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't remember
2: that ever being on.
0: Yeah, it was it was on, like I can even remember Penn Gillette doing the commercials for it. That's crazy. Uh and uh so I watched it. I I didn't know it was a Scorsese film when I watched it until like his name came up in the credits. So I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay let's let's do this." And uh, it really tickled my fancy, and it's a uh, perfect film. So, let's go. Uh,
1: all right, Trav. Yeah. At,
2: at this point, it's like, what makes a <clears throat> film perfect? Because at this point, Paul just throws out the word "perfect." To all oh, yeah, I'm films. I'm trying to make like, that
0: word lose all meaning.
2: Dude, it it, it's the equivalent Sorry. of uh, wrestling fans screaming, "No holy day. shit!" Or this, this is this awesome, point. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I gotta say, this, oof, man, this film sucks.
0: It really doesn't.
2: <laughs> this this movie sucks, and I can't wait to dive into what you. Even remotely, even find attractive about this film because
0: Mm, I think it's everything,
2: it's not funny,
0: and it's yeah.
2: Um, the really the only thing I I even remotely giggled at is um, what's her name? That Sandra Bernard, okay, yeah, who again, not really funny in real life, neither as a comedian, so that just kind of is what it is, but um. I, I chuckled at her scenes somewhat when she had Jerry tied up, but not because I found what she was saying funny, but more so like, this is so stupid laugh. You know what I mean? So it got a <laughs> chuckle out of me, but it wasn't because I actually found her to be uh, funny. yeah yeah this movie sucks dude and it really doesn't (laughs) i gotta say i do not understand how you had so much hatred for the joker when it's the same fucking movie it is the same exact
0: movie you just answered your own question i don't know how you didn't hear the answer in your own yeah your own words it's like as i said i've been watching this movie for 20 years and it's great and I love it. And Joker was like, hey, what if we steal the entire plot of that, or mix in a better. little bit, mix in a little taxi driver and ruin both of those concepts as much as we can by having an a <clears throat> really hammy performance that isn't good from one of the best actors in the world.
2: Yeah. See, to me, it's the opposite. They took the premise of what this movie could have been and said, we're actually going to make it good. And, you know... Mm. Uh, you know, nah. I love Todd Phillips.
0: So oh, Todd Phillips is awful. He is a terrible <laughs> Dude. director. Dude. Dude. Wh-
2: now I'm not going to talk about his directing skills because he doesn't do anything that wows me directing wise, but what's he's, it called? He's not a good director. I enjoy, you know, your hangovers and war dogs and due dates and of course man because you don't yeah you don't enjoy things that are enjoyable you enjoy things that you know they take you and they squeeze you and they rip your heart out and then paul gets enjoyment out of it
0: (laughs) is that what shazam did is that
2: no 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 you you hit the nail on the on the head with shazam shazam is as you say a perfect movie. Shazam is a it perfect is a perfect movie. Perfect movie. However, <laughs> I, I this had is that not, in my Facebook
0: memories today.
2: God, yeah, this movie, man. I'm starting to think De Niro has some screws loose himself because at this point, it's a trend. Um, you know, he just always plays crazy characters.
0: Yeah. I mean, but we're really only looking at De Niro in the first ten years of his career. I was going to or say, in this in, under the lens of Scorsese. We're not watching what else he's doing at so this Scorsese's point. Scorsese's the well, crazy one. Well,
2: I know that you guys did Deer Hunter, and I know he's a piece of shit kind of in that movie. I mean, he's uh, not maybe, really. I he think he's very, a piece of shit, but he's, again, he's got some screws loose in this film. Not yeah, but, necessarily his fault, but what's it yeah. called? He's got screws loose in that film. So that's these early years of De Niro. I'm really seeing that, man, he played a lot of wackos.
0: And I mean, that's... As an actor, you're you're wanting to find interesting material and not just do the same thing that's been going on over and over. And De Niro finds himself in a rhythm. And I mean, he he does reinvent himself from time to time. But again, oh, like absolutely. you said, we're only we're only ten years into oh like, yeah absolutely his mainstream career at this point. So absolutely. we haven't we haven't watched him reinvent himself yet.
2: <clears throat> oh no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Again, he. He's great in comedies, you know, as we get in the Meet the Fockers, you know, 20 years from now or whatever. But, um yeah, you know, just under this microscope of his beginning stages of being an actor, he just plays a bunch of wackos. Mm-hmm. And I don't know too much about um, Jerry Lewis, but um I don't find him funny, neither. I, so, love, I love Jerry Lewis. I uh, yeah. You know, um, and this movie was a super bomb. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie was
1: super a
0: super bomb. bomb. This movie bombed. Uh, but now, you know, Why the thing- did this movie bomb? Because I- it's just not good. <laughs> it's
2: it, OK. It's a niche movie for a small margin of people.
0: Yes. And, uh, and the budget, the budget bloomed on it a little bit. I, don't, I don't understand
2: know- how the budget was 19 million dollars. Then, uh, like, what did they uh, spend it on?
1: Sets, maybe. Yeah, shooting they, on tape. They
2: look like they just recorded in the city.
1: <laughs> uh, like the get, only
2: set piece would all be all those cutouts
0: in the basement. I was gonna say you got you got you got a uh, pumpkin's his basement house. was fucking cool. Yeah, that was really cool. You got pumpkin's Psycho. house. Psycho, you got, but it was cool. You got the uh, you got the Jerry set. Right. You got his office building. Because there's no way that that was just shot in some random. Office. Oh yeah, for sure, like, for sure. They, for they sure. built that. Uh, and then there's. There's some of the dream stuff. Like I'm
2: still not I'm still not seeing 19 million, but I mean it is what it is. You'd be surprised
0: how easy it is to like just make 19 to million overpay yourself
2: because that must be where the budget came from. Some of these guys being overpaid, including Martin Scorsese, because yeah, this was with 20th Century Fox. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Ooh man, I wonder why they went out of business. They're just they've been throwing money at people for fucking 30 years. <laughs>
1: Jesus. All right, my turn. Yes. I love this movie, but my second time watching it was a lot different from my first. My first time watching it, I was like, fuck, this movie is tense. It's going to make me sick. What's going to happen? But knowing what what happened, um, watching it again, I was able to enjoy it. I I mean, I've never looked at it as it's supposed to be funny. Um, It's like a... A black comedy, I guess. I mean, well, black Vero's, comedies
2: are funny, though.
1: Well, they can be. I mean, like.
2: Uh, so this goes back to scores. The Easy's musical. It's not really a musical. <laughs> like Doctor
1: Strangelove, I don't think is funny, but it, it, it's the. Oh, I think Strangelove hilarious. <laughs> well, I never really laugh out loud at it, but it's like the thing that makes this movie good for me is that it was like prophetic in a way, like it predicted so much of our. I mean, the celebrity obsession was kicking off, but like the shit that people will do now in the, the YouTube era or whatever to try to get famous. It's just like it was something that put out there that made people uncomfortable, which is why I think it really didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I only knew Jerry Lewis as the bumbling goofball. So to watch him in this, I was really impressed by you know how serious he was other than what was that movie the the day the clown cried the day the that? clown
0: cried <laughs> oh god i really want to see that i've movie. never seen this okay so it doesn't uh exist in the public uh, there's yeah. one copy of it and jerry lewis is kept it under lock and key it is a film that jerry lewis directed where he is a clown who leads children in concentration camps into gas chambers <laughs> This I wish I was joking. So this is very ridiculous.
2: real. <laughs> so that is, that doesn't even sound like a sentence. Yeah. And that's coming from me. Okay. So, you know, if I'm like, that doesn't even sound like a real sentence.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it's a bizarre fact that like people have seen this movie. He, sh- he showed it to people and uh, those people are like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh,
1: a <laughs> Jerry need to talk.
0: <laughs> you're right. guy. <laughs> Now I,
2: I also read that this was his last movie with 20th Century Fox because it did so bad. They were just like, "Okay, Jerry Lewis got to go," because everything hmm. he does is they bomb. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't even uh he wasn't even the first pick for this. Uh, they had discussed a bunch of people like the Rat Pack and whatnot, but the first pick was Johnny Carson. Hmm. They really wanted Carson. would have been in. a better pick. And play himself. I think, I think Lewis is incredible in this film. He, yeah, he is good. He really knocks the, the part out of the park. And I mean, it's, it's hard not to. With
2: I don't think anybody's performances are bad. It's not yeah. like I saw De Niro and said, God, this guy sucks or anything like that.
0: I put, yeah, I put this up on the top tier of De Niro's performances.
2: Oh, yeah. I will yeah. say this there, there's a little bit of confusion at the beginning because. You know, he meets him and stalks him, gets into the cab, he lets him go, and then he has this, like, fake dinner in his mind as he's pretending this in the basement and confused the shit out of me at first. I didn't know what the hell was going on until I was like, okay, he must be imagining this conversation with this guy. They right. just kind of throw it at you, and yeah, and, it's just and, confusing and, they expect and you,
0: weird. they expect you to be, you know... Smart enough to follow it. Like Scorsese doesn't want to hold you by the hand in this film. He yeah, well, he really he really wants the film to happen. Well, and
2: he, he did a great job.
0: And <laughs> I, God, it's so good. Um, and and I like that. I like the blurring of reality and fantasy. I like the way that De Niro plays it. He mm. he is so delusional and uh, has such delusions of grandeur that half the time you don't even know if he knows what he's doing is is uh like a false or a fantasy like when they break into jerry's house him and the woman that he is kind of coerced into being his somewhat girlfriend maybe Mm -hmm. his real
1: life wife
0: yeah Yeah. his real life wife yeah but definitely
2: uh, not his girlfriend. There's no question mark on girlfriend at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it it definitely is not going to be a thing after this happens.
1: <laughs>
0: but oh, but you you wonder if he even knows where the line between reality and fantasy is when he's in his this house and telling Jerry to his face, like, oh, he makes up this thing where he's like, I'm gonna invite a bunch of people over and then throw him in jail. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's disturbing. Mm-hmm. And the way he plays it too, he just, he's so like even keel on it.
1: Yeah. So uh, just to briefly bring it up again, um, I don't, I don't dislike Joker as much as Paul, but I'd also, you know, having seen Taxi Driver and this before seeing Joker, it took some of that sheen off of it. It was like, oh uh, you know, I mean, this has been done and I feel like I, I don't hate Joker, but I, I do think it's just a rip off of these two movies. I would. And okay. That, that shoehorns in the whole Batman thing that, you're not
2: yeah. wrong. Nobody's wrong in that statement, but I I think I think De Niro's better in Joker. Nah. It's a more powerful cuz now the roles are reversed. He's Jerry Lewis and Joker. You know what I mean?
0: I so, think he, I think his character is, is mean for the sake of being mean for no reason. Like it it's not very well written character.
2: Not No, it's the same thing with Jerry Lewis. He's above you. You know what's it called? He's On a grand statue of I am the I am the Tonight Show host or whatever I am above you peasants like that's just the whole meaning of it I get what they were going for Mean Streets too because you know especially back then talk like talk shows kind of have a thing now but I don't know anybody who watches them but I know they have a following but obviously back then they were everything you know what I mean like Johnny Carson was a mega 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 star
0: because it was, it was one of the few places and it's why the Oscars are so big for such a long time where you got to watch celebrities be themselves, right? Like it, it's not the internet allegedly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're putting <laughs> obviously they're putting on right. shows, but like it, it's the air of them being themselves like yeah yeah you know you don't have the internet where will smith can just have a youtube channel and be like hey i'm will smith i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, upload lose, some videos I'm gonna lose 50 today. pounds yeah like uh, oh i got so fat because i'm like 207 pounds instead of 208 so yeah. i went the wrong way on that <laughs> yeah, but i you, no. you know what i mean um yeah, it's so true though but like so, so we have like instant access to celebrities now. So, mm-hmm. needing to watch uh, talk shows live isn't as important as it was in the 70s and 80s and like back on to like Jack Parr and like guys right, right. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so, so they become a, so they become like a massive celebrity in their own right just by being a guy who talks to other celebrities and gets to kind of rag. On them and joke with them, and uh, but like the difference between Jerry Lewis and this film is, sure he's a little
1: above it, but also you kind of see the shit he sees in the street, like that lady who what tells him to go to hell or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: because he's a megastar.
1: Yeah, she's like,
0: hey, can I can can you say something to my my nephew? And he's like, well, I I mean, I gotta go. And she's like, you should burn it, hell. Which is. Which is a thing that actually apparently happened to Jerry Lewis. Yeah.
2: Well then maybe they heard about the clown movie with the gas with the <laughs> gas chambers and she was like, You can burn in hell, Jerry.
0: <laughs> so, like I mean, the the characters he's forced to deal with is in this movie, he he tries to handle with some kind of care, but they're so toxic towards him that he has no other recourse than to kind of be above them. Whereas in joker character character's just mean he's a dickhead and he's and he fucking sucks like the, there's there's no reason for him to be as mean to arthur as he is
1: yeah i like you know you were talking about you know the dream sequences i like that the ending um it can be interpreted different ways like yeah yeah it, i
0: did,
2: did i didn't really that. happen or did, yeah yeah i did enjoy that i was gonna bring that up
1: in the yeah. end it doesn't really matter because that's one of the things where i think um it really could happen so it doesn't matter if it did or not um, right
2: <laughs> and now for me i just don't feel like it happened but again like it's open to interpretation because and i wanted to ask you guys this his bit wasn't funny
1: no not not really but not the, in the slightest no the the thing about him getting famous was the fact that of what he did like people want to watch the train wreck like they're like oh this is that guy who kidnap the guy and what is it has nothing to do with his bit that's like the the background it's like he's famous because of what he did
0: it's it's very it's very network in that way Mm. where uh peter finch's character becomes like a modern day messiah from just being angry yeah Mm -hmm. like it's it's not really about what he is saying but how he is saying it uh wherein with rupert pupkin Again, it's it's not that he is a funny guy because, I mean, I've seen standup comedians on late night talk shows that are about this funny. It's neither here nor there. But he his celebrity, whether it's uh, fabricated or not, like Zach said, is is because he's volatile. And what's he going to do next? Let's let's keep him in the public eye because he might kidnap someone else. Yeah. Mm.
2: You know, I'm I, I don't want to. S- I really don't have nothing else to say because, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to really sit here and, like, just trash the film for <laughs> 20 minutes. But this is definitely a fucking stinker for for Martin right now. And, um, you know, this whole week, I've been watching the greatest director of all time, Mr. Ridley Scott. And uh, it's – it's after, after this – after I watched this, your boy had to go and watch something to – you know, a good movie.
0: A, a movie that was more catered towards your.
2: T- t- yeah, there you go. Because
0: this movie is not that.
2: This movie's definitely not that. And at this point, pretty much half of Scorsese's things up to this point is not that. So. All right. I like there where this go. is going, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh we got I can't any agree other notes? all the time. What's that? Can't agree all the time.
0: And why why should we? We should not. It's it's like I always say: great art divides.
2: At this point, I've come to the conclusion that the lesser Martin Scorsese stuff is what I really really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy, like we said, um, what's the first one with De Niro? Mean, uh,
0: Street. Mark, mean Streets.
2: Mean Streets, dude. I really enjoyed Mean Streets, but like nobody talks about that movie. I thought it was. Way better than Raging Bull, in my opinion. Way and you know, way better than this movie. And you know, nobody talks about it. So
0: I mean, it is. It is in the, the Library uh, of Congress National Film Registry. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll kind uh, of bring up a list. We'll get down the road. We'll we'll get some more opportunities for, for some other tastes.
2: I I don't want to skip ahead, but I also want to ask this question just for the sake of getting some background on Scorsese because. He's had some serious uh mental stuff going on cuz his movies just are up and down, right? And right. you know, we don't get another one till after hours. And so what's the mindset after this and it's such this is his biggest box office bomb, right? To this date?
0: Yes. Yes, and it was like the biggest bomb like for like money spent versus percentage made. The biggest bomb I think of the year. Mm. Uh, and this comes out in 1983 right like it's it's got one of those premieres in 82 but it comes out in february of 83 mm-hmm. so it just kind of gets shelved as an 82 film uh which i i honestly didn't know when i scheduled this or i would have right, scheduled right, right. It as the 83 film um but he was honestly burnt out while making the film and he's still like dealing with whether or not he wanted to retire from making films. And, uh, again, this is another one that De Niro brought to him from a script that had been going around for like 20 years. And, uh, so they don't,
1: they don't work again together for a while. I wonder if they kind of, um, so
0: they don't really have a falling out per se, but apparently Scorsese Again, he just gets completely burnt out. He was right. burnt out going into the film. Mm-hmm. He's burnt out coming out of the film, and uh, De Niro and his method madness kind of drives him to the point where he's like, "I just, I just don't want to deal with that for now. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. I, 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 I want to focus on something else. I want to do something yeah. else. I, like, and and him and Bobby, you know, they stay friends, but their their working partnership gets put on hold for a bit, right."
1: Uh, speaking yeah. of method, I guess that's one other note that apparently De Niro was making anti-Semitic remarks within earshot of Jerry Lewis to help get him pissed off for scenes. Which is, I think, I think, I think
0: specifically for the one scene where they break into his house. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what happened? He just was slinging slurs at at Jerry Lewis to try to get him into the De Niro. Yeah.
2: God, that's so fucking. Yeah.
0: And it's one of those things. I don't even think. I don't even think. You know. I. I wouldn't classify him as anti-Semitic, but don't do that. Just don't do that. There are plenty of other ways to fucking piss somebody off if you really want to. Just don't do that. If
2: if that happened in today' society, and he's throwing n bombs or, you know, like you said, anti-Semitic stuff.
0: It's going Uh, on YouTube. It's going on every major site. His career would
2: be done pretty much. So that shit's not cool.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, Kramer still hasn't come back from his thing. So
2: he'll never come back because I don't care what. And I love Seinfeld. And I was going to bring up, I watched, I was watching Seinfeld episodes today. And, uh, it was the episode where Jerry was talking about how his uncle, um, Calls everything anti-Semitic, like no matter what, you know, he burns the burger. It must be because he's anti-Semitic, and I don't care what the Kramer. I don't know the guy's real name, and Michael he Richards. could say it was part of the bit, but he's fucking lying. Uh, I don't believe uh, it once, once so ever.
0: Uh, a, a smart, a smart comedian can shut down a heckler without having to do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like just don't, don't do that. Yeah, it, it's really easy. Don't do it.
1: Right. Jerry Lewis did say in the end that he had a good working relationship with De Niro and Scorsese, aside from that one time, but still that's too much. Anyway. Except for that
2: one time he was <laughs> shouting slurs at him.
1: <laughs> God, he did look I'm not justifying it, but he was so pissed at him in that scene. Oh yeah, though. yeah, for sure. <laughs> he
2: was he definitely hey, was. Yeah. Uh
1: and
0: and that's always the thing I hate the most about, again, going method back acting, to method so. acting, is that when the results are like, hey, look how good he was in that scene. Obviously, I did a good job, didn't I? No. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Now try acting.
2: I did I remember when the Man on Man on the Moon documentary came out like two, three years ago on Netflix and people are trying to defend Jim Carrey's behavior. Oh, Jim and like, Andy. Oh my uh, God. obviously it worked because it was his best performance he's ever given. And it's like, no, dude, that there's no justification for treating people like that. I don't give yeah. a shit.
0: And then, and then other people who actually knew Andy Kaufman were like, he, he said he was he said he was channeling Andy Kaufman, but Andy Kaufman never acted that. Like he had his bits, and his yeah, bits yeah, yeah. were separate from who Andy Kaufman. He was. acted
2: and like what he thought Andy Kaufman acted like.
0: Exactly. Not
2: really what he probably really acted like. Right. So,
0: yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll get into our worsty judgments. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Where is this sitting on your Thersese ranking?
2: Oh my God. So right now for me, I have 11 Thersese films. And this is sitting at number nine. That's that's how low your boy got it. Um, I much rather go back to hearing stories from uh, Stephen Prince, to be (laughs) honest with you, than watching this again. But yeah, uh, it's bad. It's not as bad as that uh, garbage ass Alice Don't Live Here Anymore. And who's that knocking at my door? But it's a stinker for sure. So it's it's sitting at my number nine spot, dude.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Zach. Where do you have this sitting on your Thursday rankings?
1: Juicy Goblets, I got it up there at number three, if you believe it. I do. Taxi driver, Raging Bull, and then King of Comedy, right above Mean Streets for me. I uh I appreciate this movie. Like I said, mostly because I find it prophetic, and I think Scorsese was lambasting a society that wasn't ready to hear about themselves, and they fucking proved him right. And this is not what you get. It's not what you get. No, I'm not going to do that. Paul, what do you think?
0: (laughs) Would would you believe, Zach, that our top three are exactly the same? (laughs) I, I I can believe it. Oh, God. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, King of Comedy. These two don't miss. This film is so fucking good. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is a scathing takedown of celebrity obsessed culture, and uh, and De Niro's just on point in this, and Jerry Lewis is bringing his best performance, and I don't, I don't think there's a bad scene in this movie. Mm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Scorsese's mom playing uh, yeah, yeah. They're playing Pupkin's
0: right. mom. Yeah, his dad's yeah. in this. Oh, and also uh, did you notice any of the background street
1: trash in the street trash scene? I did not. Uh, I I don't mean to clash with uh, you on this.
0: <laughs> uh. Uh, that's right. Uh, three members of the clash, uh, Joe Strummer, Mick Jones, and Paul Simonen were all street trash in the street trash scene. Yes. Uh, and uh, I will have notes about his relationship with the clash in uh, 20 years okay (laughs) 20 years 20 years Uh, 20 weeks by the podcast but we'll get there yes all right so we're gonna call it here Trav, let people know where they can find you on the media's social
2: that is right you can find my podcast leveling up with benjamin banks where i'm co-hosting with my boys benjamin banks and rebellious d at leveling up banks on facebook instagram twitter uh tiktok and you can listen to a new episode every tuesday and that video is on our youtube on friday you can find me personally on Instagram at zk audio, you can also find me on the Twitter at traviosck, where I'm also on Letterbox, where I am given the opposite reviews that Mr. Paul Workman is given. Hey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. McCoy, we keep it balanced, fair and balanced news here on Thursazy. <laughs> you can find me on Critiker Zachmaster x a k k m a s t e r or TikTok at House Havoc. Or letterboxed. Yes. Search by my name. Mr. Workman, how about you? Uh, you can find me
0: uh, across the platforms of Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Letterboxed, where I keep a running tally of all the films that I watch. And this week, I watched Army of Thieves.
2: Nice. I still got to watch it.
0: It's, it's fun. It's a fun film. It's not great but I, I had a good time watching it, and that's mostly what I just want from movies is just a good time, much like I had with <laughs> it's not King a perfect of Comics. It's,
2: not, it's not, a perfect. not a
0: perfect film like King of yeah. Comics. Uh, but that's what I watched, and uh, you can find me at Father of the Fear across all those platforms.
1: Zach, what are we watching next week? Next week, we are watching Cannonball, which you can stream on Amazon with the premium subscription. But the uh, Return of Corman. Yes,
2: but
1: that's about it. I don't see any other streaming options.
0: It's on YouTube. Ooh. For free? Just, yeah, I think it's like okay. type in Cannibal like uh, 1972. Uh, I forget the year. Uh, look up Scorsese's IMDb and look at Cannibal under uh,
1: Cannibal the Musical. Oh, oh wait, Cannibal no, the
0: can- Musical. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Can- um, can- all right. So let's do these outros now. We would like to thank Trav from our sister podcast, leveling up with Benjamin Banks for producing our show. I'm going to find a real cool way to say that. Maybe like uh, Tom Waits. Trav. Trav.
1: Trav. (laughs) What if it was Trav.
0: Uh, we'd like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscar Christy Pod and on Facebook at The Oscar Christy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice five-star review like Trav did with King of Comedy on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. <laughs> it really helps to make us <laughs> more visible
1: in the all almighty algorithm. Paul Workman, everybody. Paul <laughs> Workman. Isn't he great? Paul Workman. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh,
0: For Trav and Zach and you, nice lady. I'd like for you all to have a damn fine day.